Welcome back. Tonight we have the seventh and last installment of our Shadowrun Dream Chipper game. We've had a blast playing this, and we hope you've had fun listening. The players were Eldon, Sharon, Jameis, Richard, Chris, and Joshua. Enjoy this seventh and final episode. wondering if we need to take Valley out a bit more urgently. I think we probably do need to take her out a bit more urgently. I'm wondering if we try and take her out when she's in the bathroom. We're going to have to go to the bathroom or something. We need to get her away from Pingrave. At the moment, I'm not sure even if Walsh time went up to Pingrave and try to get away with him alone, that, that would happen. So we need a reason for them to split up. And at least one of them going to the bathroom would cause them to split. I'm going to uh, use one of my complications now. I'm going to uh, put out a D8 complication that uh, security out in the hallway is starting to catch some of these badges uh, that are coming through. And uh, so there's a lot of people are starting to rubberneck and look around as security is leading people uh, off the floor with uh, fake uh, badges. These were the hardcore reporters that uh, had got up the courage to come in. So like these reporters are still you know, trying to get shots of the crowd and they're being uh, forcibly removed uh, by the security team. You notice that the security team, the security team is being, I won't call it polite, but they haven't drawn weapons on anyone. You know, they're definitely strong arming them out, but they're not beating them down or anything. Uh, so they are trying to have uh, a bit of decorum. Uh, with how they're handling the security. So this is something that you're noticing here. Uh, but it has made the security up here a little bit more suspicious of uh, of these forged passes. So they are going now from the hallway. They're starting to enter the crowd down here by the pool and in the condo, and they're kind of mixing around. So there are more security people present now. Yeah, we got to get it? moving quick. What does the security do when they come across someone who shouldn't be there but has a real pass? Um, they are being detained. They're still being removed from the from the area. I mean, once again, they're being mostly polite about things. It could be because people, some people have legitimate passes, but they don't match up uh, to whatever they have in their database. Yeah, you guys better get to move on. From downstairs, you are seeing that some of them are being ejected from the hotel. Once again, you know, forcibly, but not with a lot of, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their best to keep the situation above board. They're not beating anyone down, but they are ejecting people from the hotel now. Okay, if you guys are ready, I can burn myself by going and accidentally spilling a drink on her dress to get her to go off and attend to that if we're ready to move on her right now. I think Wildstar needs to make his move. Put on put on the Wildstar charm and try and get her uh, alone. I just so want to see how that plays out. <laughs> She's gonna spot him coming a mile off. She's in charge. She's oh yeah, I know that. Town. Yeah. Right. So that's why trying to burn Wildstar for no reason. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Burn me to get her to go to the bathroom, which Bella right, and then and then. 
James proposed a different plan. Yes, I know he did. Which is why I am clarifying what is being said here. See? Nope. All right. You guys can do whatever you need to do. I'm just listening in. I'm out in the van making sure. All right. So, what's the plan? Sharon's so, audio seems to drop. Let's see if we can get her back yeah. here. No, it just came back on. Okay. Like, yeah, just now. Right. So, what's yeah. the plan? You do have security moving back in the area now where the you know, the, the real party is being taken place. Uh, they're pulling people out uh, every now and then. Uh, some people a little more kindly than others. Apparently, people that have real passes, but they're not matching up to something in their database. Uh, so they're being taken aside and kind of questioned, it looks like. And you can catch pieces of the conversation, like, uh, you know, where did you yeah. where did you get They're going to go talk to Ping. They're going to go tell Pingrave about this soon, and that's going to be the jiggers up for a lot of things. I oh, suggest that I go... Okay, time to spill your drink on Val. Yeah, then you can oh, move on here in the bathroom. Sure, I'll start. And by the way, I was muted, so yeah. I'll go ahead and start talking to Pengrave, and then I vote you spill the wine. All right, so you're going to go in uh, stuck I, in Pengrave. I give um, Sharon whatever sedatives I have so that she can do something if she needs him to vow in the toilet. <laughs> Context him. <laughs> All right, uh, so what's your approach, Mr. Wildstar? Uh, there are a ring of people around Pengrave and Val, um, you know, just talking politely. I mean, and these look like they're, these are not the entertainers. These look like these are the people that make the deals. You know, these are the businessmen. Then I will casually walk up and I would like to hear what they're talking about before I say anything. Okay. Uh, apparently, uh, they're talking about, uh, let's see. Uh, this new one's going to be even better than the one before. The casting, uh, we're casting the lead right now. Uh, one of the one of the businessmen have been uh, talked directly to Val slash Cleo. Uh, well, how would you like to audition? Um, <laughs> you catch the expression when the guy says this. Her 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 smile uh, doesn't go away. She still has this very charming smile on her face, but her eyes, you know, <laughs> they get a little hard and. She kind of presses down on Pingrave's arm just a little bit, and you catch it. And Pingrave's like, "Wow, that that's kind of an unseemly uh, question uh, to ask my uh, my date." Uh, we'll uh, he looks he looks at the guy very hard. Uh, Phil, we'll bring this up uh, later. Uh, I will stop it. Also, I get the word "junior" in there so he knows that you're there on behalf of Junior. Well, first, I want to do something to interrupt their conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I I don't know the actors of Shadowrun, so I was just going to take the approach of, hey, you know, you should cast a Ryan Reynolds guy, for example, I'm just throwing an actor name. All right, you know, so he has it. done some pretty poor performance, but those abs, and then throw in a bunch of corporate talk and talk about statistics and how women really enjoy him and usually boost right. up movie sales. Um, <laughs> did you take, like, core, core speak or uh, core talk as any one of your... Yeah, I took corporate talk. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. And I also have the distinction that I tricked Disney into funding my uh, last <laughs> tour, so I'm fairly good at lying to corporate Well, give talk. me an intelligence and grifter role. Throw any specialties you want to be able to put yourself in the conversation and let them, you know, kind of see you on their level as opposed to the clowned-up mockery that you are. <laughs> oh, but I'm keeping the voice. Everything is just really hush-like. But you're also trying to make them see that there's more substance than, than what you're showing. All right, so what I was say that? I don't want to say the... Uh, 
Nizarachi Dashi go on Bert's side because it's going to work against you. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to grab the Wild Star Notoriety. Um, <laughs> change your colors that you're rolling there, please. Um, have you rolled anything yet? I haven't Actually? rolled anything yet. Okay, so I'm going to pull that four off. All right, so I'm going to take the Wild Star Notoriety and basically 2d6. Um, wow. So nine is your target, and I rolled a one <laughs> if you want to take advantage of that. You can reduce one of my complications by spending a power point or a plot point if you want. Or if you've got anything that's fueled by me rolling a one, you can use it. I don't think any of us do. I don't think I do. All right. Do you want to buy the one or no? Uh, I'm going to hold on to the one for now. All right. So just go away. And nine is your target. And what am I rolling for my second thing? Intelligence and uh, I'm in Drifter? Or? Yes, intelligence and Grifter. Since you're trying to show off that you are business savvy. Okay, and throw in a DH for the aspect I called on, but uh, corporate doc does that just allows me to not get a bunch of penalties for this? Oh no, you can throw in a D six for that if you want. Okay, all right. You know how to speak the lingo, so if you did want, I, you never yeah. have to. And I did I pay for the uh, specialty or no? Was that a karma? What specialty? Uh, the uh, basically the two aspects. Oh no 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 no! You okay. get that. Then, yeah, going ahead and rolling. Okay, well, I can beat Dalfin 11. Okay, uh, success, but not a spectacular one, but it's enough to let them look past uh, past the costume and see, hey, yeah, kid makes some sense. Uh, Rocco did some great work on that last film of his, and he'd be kind of fitting for this. And so, yeah, you're pulled into the conversation. You've got Pingrave's attention as well. Um uh, how how attractive is Wildstar? He is a D eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Val looks bored. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, but but you're in. Uh, you've started a conversation. They're taking some of what you're saying seriously. It's like, oh yeah, this actor did well. So you know this director, right? Uh, tell us a little bit about him. What what what's he done since uh, Attack of the Ninjas five? <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and roll for that, <laughs> if I can. No, you, you can just do it as the same of what you... You're, this is part of your role, so you're continuing the line of BS. and this, yeah. Or you might actually know the director. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I might know the director just for all my contacts, but at the same time... Right? Okay, with that distraction, I'm going in. <laughs> all right. So, uh, like I said, they were near the bar. So you go yep. and you order something in the bar... Trying to make this, of course, look like it's a complete accident. Yep, of course. <laughs> All right, so give me an agility and grifter roll. Yay, grifter. I'm also going to throw in the fact that I'm a troll. I'm a big, broody troll. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> agility that's good. and grifter. What is, what, what is the troll? What is that, a D6 or D8? Aspect, or? Uh, it's, it's a D8 if you're taking it as something that might be advantage. If you think it might be a D8 yep. disadvantage, you can take it as a D4. I think it's an advantage being a troll. Uh, yeah, because you're clumsy. So, yes, take it as advantage. Yep. Okay, you want to send me some stakes? Yep. And these are just... Uh, actually, now, Val's actually... Uh, is actually probably... She's very specific. Yeah. So I'm going to throw her a and D8 probably for being... Agility up the wazoo as well. Well, she's not really trying to avoid you. as trying to see if this is you know uh, something happening that she needs to be, be aware of. So it'll be a D68, and if my roll ever shows up, there it is. Uh, so only a six. So, yeah. Okay. Like, 
And this is going to be a nice big splashy drink, the sort of thing you don't want to get on a dress because you don't know what it's going to do to it. But that's something that trolls like to drink. <laughs> something <laughs> foamy and green. <laughs> yeah. They have to be very careful about what you can, what the container is. <laughs> Ooh, that's a one for you. That's a plot point. But Yay. otherwise, uh, you you more than Smash. got your target, uh, your target, so I'll take that. Take a um, point. In fact, that's a double smash. Yes, it is. So it's two ranks above. So, um, yeah, you you perform this. I mean, it it definitely looks like this this inebriated, well dressed troll just kind of crashed into Val, uh, splashed her in such a way that it's not ignorable. I mean, it's it's the drink is yeah. just this virulent green that stands out really badly at our black. Um, and there was so much of it since, of course, it's troll sized that it's soaked her. It's, it's completely soaked. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me. <laughs> so I'm sort of pouring at it as you do. Let me try and um, get some of that off. <laughs> perfectly executed, though. So no one, no one is yeah. even remotely suspicious of this. And Val is just, just taken. She's actually, uh, you can tell she's, she's not happy about it, but, you know, she's, she smiles and, and she says, no, no, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Since you're blubbering here, it's all right. Yeah. I understand. Tight confines, and you're such a big person. And she puts her hands very lightly on your shoulder and says, "No, it's all right. It's all right. I have another." Um, excuse me, Pengrave. Uh, I'm going to retire to the bedroom for a moment and change my dress. And he's like, "Oh, of course, of course." And uh, she gives you another smile and re- gives you another pat of reassurance. Look at your drink. She's heading off to uh, the bedroom. Right. Well, half worked. <laughs> the second she is someone out of you, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> burst out of the crowd. As she turns to walk away, everyone in your group that you're talking to, Wildstar, watch, <laughs> turns their heads to watch her go. <laughs> I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Pengrave? Uh, I need to talk to you. Mutual friend. Starts with the letter J. Uh, he arches his eyebrow for a moment and says, I know a lot of J's. Um, is this about the thing with Global? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I was alerted that uh, some of uh, Junior's passes were you. Sure, sure. Uh, here, let's uh, let's go to the study. Uh, Absolutely. I'll sit. Wonderful ideas, gentlemen. Keep it up. Enjoy the rest of the party. Rock on! Also, he, uh, I should have been doing that all while grovelling. Pulls a cigar out of his suit. Uh, you know, he lights it and he offers you one. Uh, I'll go ahead and take it against my better judgment. <sighs> he starts puffing on it. And it's like, fabulous cigars. Very hard to get them here. Uh, this way. And he you know, takes you... In an area that the party hasn't really spilled into, uh, opens a door and it looks like it's his library. Takes you in. Uh, what's everyone else doing while this is going on? Oh, Sharon, uh, go to Sharon. Yeah, Sharon, what are you doing? What? <laughs> okay. Um, I want to position myself so that she's going to have to walk past me. And when she goes to walk past me, I'm going to peel off and just, uh, Head towards the bar, and while everyone else is looking, uh, slip some drops into her drink. Okay. Into um, what her replacement drink? Because I know it's going to come. Okay. So very you quickly. Put some, okay, no problem. Um, sure. Go ahead and roll me an agility and probably a feet roll. This is a sleight of hand sort of thing. 
Okay. Um, it's not going to be difficult at all. Uh, hang on. It's agility so in. The stakes are going to be a mere five. And I did roll a one. If you want to take advantage of that, um, you can. But actually, I only rolled a four because I can't include the one. So a four is your stakes. They're not very high. And remember, the only thing you have to add for the die is uh, your agility and your roll. You don't have to add anything else if you don't want to. That will minimize rolling ones. Um, did that roll? I don't see anything yet, but it's been a little slow. Did anything roll on your screen? There. Oh, there it goes. Yep. Ah, you yes. One. And a seven. Yeah. <laughs> the seven is definitely enough. And the uh, seven. Yeah. So, uh, so okay. yeah, you do it. No one really notices. Uh, first of all, did you want to buy off my one? You get a plot point for your one. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to. But... Yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't want okay. to. So I'm going to take this one from my roll, and that's just what I get from your uh, you rolling the one. So, yeah, you... you nimbly. Uh, actually, what you could do is, since you know that there was a servant there who has the bottle that was filling her wine glass, uh, the roll is good that's, enough that you could slip it into the bottle. That's what I want to do. Yep, there you go. Uh, that's what I want to do. Okay, so, Pingrave. Uh, what are you doing with Pingrave, Mr. Wildstar? Well, first, I'm going to assume we can sit down in the wonderful study he is taking me to. So he takes you in the back, has you, you know, he sits across from you in a you know, very large desk and has you take a seat across from him. So Junior hasn't uh, hasn't checked in over the last couple of days. I assume everything is going as planned? Been going pretty well at this point. Junior has been kind of under the weather. That's why I've been sent here. I owe him a favor after the whole Disney thing. You probably heard about that. Puffs hmm. <clears throat> on a cigar a bit. So, do uh, you have something to report? Things going well for our meeting tomorrow? They should be, although there's a rumor floating around, which I was wondering if you had any uh, proof on on your end. What rumor was that? Has uh, anybody been acting funny lately? He blinks for a minute. <sighs> Given my business... Mr. Wildstar, is it? Funny people are uh, part and parcel of things. Uh, be more specific. What, what are you looking for here? Is this a warning of some sort? Eh, not so much as a warning as paranoia, you could say. That should be a simple matter. Um, company stocks are down. If uh, Mr. Jr. has upheld his end of things. Uh, Global won't uh, have anything to fall back on. Should be a very simple matter of convincing the stockholders to vote for HSE's acquisition of the company. And you will, of course, make a tidy profit. Well, your boss will make his tidy profit from the sale. Of course. I don't see that there's anything here that uh, is a concern. Hmm. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? There is one thing. Junior mentioned it. I'm not sure how involved you are with this person. I'm the middleman here. He just told me to ask this question. Have you seen Cooperman lately? <clears throat> yeah. Um, so you mentioned... Uh, okay, let's see how you react to this. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, 
give me a alertness and thief roll. And thief. Okay, I am screwed. <laughs> this was a good run, guys. Good run. So mastermind and thief, or what'd you say? <laughs> alertness okay. and thief. And 16 is your target. Oh, I am super screwed. Uh, I have no idea what he's even doing, so I can't really apply anything either. Uh, well, let's see how badly well, when I, I, I uh, when I ask for an alertness uh, alertness check, it's always something that you may notice. Okay, so if you think that you've got something like a danger sense or something that would help you notice when a situation has suddenly gone pear shaped, <laughs> um, not really. All right, well, give him a roll. <laughs> wow, I did so bad. <laughs> I got a four, so you did three oh, times. and a roll of a one. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Well, I'll, I'll take that one, and you can take a plot point. And uh, he kind of leans forward over the desk. He puts out a cigar, and he says, Well, Mr. Wildstar... Um, I believe this conversation um, is at an end. If you'll excuse me, I have a party to get to. And uh, comes up around his desk. He holds the door open for you. I start to get up. All right. Well, um, I got a sensitive matter. You want to talk to me about that's fine. Just send off an email. Oh, I will. I will. I will speak to Junior directly, I'm sure. He'd be very interested in this conversation, yes. Now, please, after you. Uh, inside the party, uh, you notice that several of the guards uh, that are you know, kind of going through and they're checking, rechecking tickets, uh, many of them are paused for a second. It sounds like they're listening to something. And a group of them, about five, are heading towards Pingrave's library. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> He's, well, I suppose we'll talk with him then again. <laughs> Mr. Wildstar, if you please, I have a party to get to. Uh, so security is heading over towards them, right? Yep. Yes. So what's, uh, how much security was there going off in the direction that Val went off in? Um, not much. I mean, there, there is. Yeah, all a, right. I would say there's one guy there that's actually keeping people or keeping guests from going into their private rooms. Okay, so there's like one guy there. It would make sense. That there would have to be some deterrent to keep the party from going to a bedroom. <laughs> Depends on the kind of well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I find one of the synth stars. I dangle some exotic drug in front of her and say, hey, come with me. Distract this guard. You get this. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Uh, I won't have you roll for it. Uh, you picked out a target that looks like they're already strung out, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and, somebody uh, who looks like they want this stuff. All right, all right. And, uh, yeah, she's going to go up and she will proposition the guard <laughs> in exchange for your drug. Um, all right. I'll tell Bella, well, I'll tell everybody else what I'm doing and say, you might want to move with me. Don't know how yep. fast this is going to go down. All right. So, Wildstar, the door is being held open. You're, uh, 
Pingrave is gesturing you to please exit his library. <laughs> I exit the library. All right. And uh, he comes up right behind you, closes the door, and he peels off as five security guards are approaching you. Uh, no weapons drawn or anything. Uh, they just start approaching you. I just continually walk like they're clearly not here for me and I belong where I am. All right. Well, yeah, they they, they do kind of circle you loosely. And one guard tells you, uh, Mr. Wildstar, is it? That'd be correct. If you will follow us, please. What is this about? Uh, Mr. Pingrave would like you to please leave the party. And we don't want to cause a scene. There's lots of sensible people in the room that uh, we don't want to expose to any violence. So if you'll please follow us, we need not make a scene here. Uh, dick move. Making me out of the party. Just dick move. Okay. You know what? Fun. His party. His show. I understand. Lead right. the way. <laughs> well, no, they have you lead the way. And <laughs> one guard will go before you and kind of clear the way through the party. Uh, the other four are kind of just loosely behind you. No one's drawn weapons yet, but uh, these guys, these guys are professionals. <laughs> um, but, you know, assuming that you're going along with things, uh, everyone keeps their hands off you. No one's making a scene. No one wants to make uh, draw attention that uh, a... Guest with some notoriety is being, you know, let out. Oh, um, yeah. No, I will be throwing up the act of, like, oh, hey, catch you guys later, like, as I pass the people who were talking about directors. Right. I'll be making a little show out of this that Wildstar got kicked out of the fanciest party around. No, no, are you, are you saying that, that you're being kicked out, or are you just saying goodbye to these guys? Um... I'm just going to say, i got to go with the night is young. But right. I'm, I'm very much showing that I'm being as, as long as you are being polite about it, though, and aren't trying to make a scene, they allow you to move at your own pace as long as you continue to head for the door. Uh, some of the directors that you met earlier, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. A couple of them come up to you and give them your, their business cards. Like, got some great ideas. Uh, give us a call. <laughs> Will do, gentlemen. Right. Will do. The guards let this happen, but they definitely keep you walking. All right. <clears throat> okay, so you got everyone else in the room sees this happening. He's he's definitely being let out discreetly, but he's being let out. Uh, the guard by the door uh, apparently is professional enough that he isn't really being swayed by the actress to take him away, but he is definitely distracted. He stepped away from the door. And he's trying to tell the woman, ma'am, ma I'm sorry, I'm, I'm security. Uh, I'm a real big fan of your, of your shows. I really am. <laughs> but uh, I'm on duty right now. So he's distracted and he's out of the way, but he's still nearby. Yeah, well, we take the opportunity to try and go in. Well, at least uh, I do. I hope the others are. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We'll right. to do stuff. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, well, first, uh, the door's locked. That's your first oh, hurdle. We're <laughs> there you go. We're, we're defeated. The door's locked. Okay, we're done. That's uh, the how is it? How how is it locked? It is it? It's electronic. Electronic. Yeah. yeah. It, it probably they, the the owners probably have something that they wear that will lock and unlock doors for them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Not ex actually great security. Um, I mean, if you've got a moment and you've got a deck, you can get through this. Or if you've got something else. 
Um, do you have like a, a lock picker or something as a specialty or any kind nah, of? Nah, not me. Okay. Anybody? If you had, I would even say that you might even have a gadget on you if you had nah, a specialty for this sort of thing. That's not us. It's not what I do. Well, it's well, it's Patterson. Where's Patterson? Is he? Can he remote in and do this? Uh, I look at the other two, Patterson. No, he's let us down again. Has he? God damn it! <laughs> uh, just take the pass off the security guard while he's distracted. He's probably got. Really don't think he does, but yeah, given the one side, the we've got. got anything. Yep. <laughs> See if he's got anything. Well, he's not got anything obvious in view, um, other than his ID telling you that he is Nitorot security. Uh, there's nothing else really, you know, in view. Likely only the residents of the house. Would yeah, I would have expected. Or maybe yeah. hotel staff, maybe maid service and all that. <sighs> See, this is where we need to flash back. To some previous situation where we happen to get a pass. Oh, somebody wants to spend a plot point and do a flashback. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can spend a plot point to say. You lifted a pass from a uh, man earlier? Lift. Yeah, or swap to the Okay, good enough. So you spend the plot point, and uh, since you will have to have created an action in the past, let's do just an agility and thief roll that you just palmed well, a I, pass off someone. No, I was just going to say. I'd Trade something for it. Seems oh, oh, you want to uh, stuff. pay I mean, someone off? Got, maybe we got drugs, or we got ticket to the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Whatever. Since you were yeah. handing out tickets, let's say you gave a ticket to somebody that was staff and uh, was uh, you know going to take some photographs to make some money off of it. Since you you knew that people on the net were paying big money for photographs of the party. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Sure, you traded a ticket uh, for a pass uh, for a, a staff pass. All right. So there yeah. we go. We will come back to the present oh, as as Mr. Yeah. As Mr. Trude pulls out a maid pass. <laughs> You're a maid here? Yeah. Uniforms are good. <laughs> <laughs> I wave it when we go in. Yeah, and you wave it over the, the lock. Uh, disengages. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Do you guys say this over Can the I calm, take a please? I of Wild... You're taking a picture of Wildstar getting kicked. I'm taking a picture of Wildstar getting kicked. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, okay, uh, door opens. Uh, the room is very dimly lit. Uh, lights are way down low. I mean, the room is very elegant. You're stepping on very plush white carpeting. Uh, there is a, a four-fold rice paper wall in the back where you, her she's silhouetted as she is uh, changing her gown behind... Uh, the screen. Uh, the door does make some noise as it opens, uh, and she calls out, Oh, Pingrave? Be a dear. Uh, I seem to have left my necklace on the, the desk there. Bring it to me. I will use my illusion magic to call out, I'll be there in a moment. It's Pingrave. Alright. You got to mimic a voice? Um, sure. Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard. Um, and I hold my hand out to. Um, Drew, would you give me one of the stem? Sure, we'll we'll let that get without a roll, not a problem. Uh, okay, drugs for everyone. <laughs> All right, so what do you do? Yeah. I go over, sound like I'm picking up the necklace, and go around behind and jab it. The intention is go around behind and pretty much immediately jab it with the uh, knockout stem. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, go, going up to. 
the screen is not that big of a deal because of the low lighting, your shadow isn't cast anywhere. Uh, so as you go up, uh, let's see if she can react to it. So we're going to do, uh, unfortunately, this is going to be a hitter roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, because <laughs> you're doing something of, of some little violence here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it agility. And I hitter. am going to close the door behind me. Okay, good enough. Agility and hitter. And she yeah. me rolling it? Uh, you roll? She is, uh, you're, you're acting, so you set the stakes. Right. So what am I rolling? Well, it's up to you. Uh, it's agility and hitter for basic, and then whatever else you right. want to roll that might help. Mm. Actually, I'm going to take it as a disadvantage troll. Oh, yeah, I guess you're large and unwieldy. Sure, throw that, yeah. D4, throw that D4 in there. Yeah. Take a plus. Uh, okay. Yeah, cool. whenever, you oh. use, whenever you use a distincting, distinction or anything that's a, as a disadvantage, it's on your sheet. Uh, you add a D4 to your roll, but you also take a plot point for adding it to your roll. Sweet. Because it's more likely to be a one. If you happen to roll a one during the roll, you get even more. So. Yay! Uh, I think that's it. That's going to be very low stakes. Of seven. No, I don't know. What do you got? Boom, boom, boom. Um, can I spend the plot point to add those three together just to make it really good? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'll spend the plot point to give me a 15. Okay. Um, she is actually. Because I reckon she's going to do pretty. Yeah, she is. She's both perceptive <laughs> and agile. So she yep. has I'm a not. chance. Skilled up. Uh, I did roll an eight on my D8. It wasn't oh, bad. Well, yeah, she only got a four. Uh, so, oh. yeah, she she has Kick. exposed her neck. She, yeah, she's turned around. She's just put the Kick gown on. Chin. She's lifted yeah. the hair up off the back of her neck, and she's asking you, uh, be a deer and clasp this on, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you inject her. Okay. Yep. And I'm sure Mr. Drew has done his homework, and this is some good, uh, <laughs> something yeah. good. Well, I, I never made a roll for it, but we just said, yeah, yeah you right. made some up, so, yeah. Yeah. The injection. God, that's a lost century. <laughs> Context them. She's neither magically active nor particularly cybered up, so I'm going to say she just drops. Cool. I, I, I catch her. Uh, bring her out. And yep. she has carefully extract the jack. Okay. Yeah. Um, it Pop it does, out for a payment. It does not spark or anything. And she continues to okay. breathe <laughs> once you've removed it. <laughs> That's cool there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, um, from the outside, you hear uh, a knock on the door, uh, and you hear Pingrave's voice saying, uh, "A dear, are you are you all right? It's uh, your guests are missing you out here, and we've had a, a slight complication. I'm afraid we've got some party crashers. It, it might be best that uh, we call it a night and uh, let the festivities continue without us." Then the the knock again, dear. Gesture. Uh, oh, Just a moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grog. And, and, and Val's and, yeah, voice. Just Val's a moment, voice. dear. Yeah, you just heard her talk. Um, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll be at the bar. It, right? um, I need to see to uh, a few things before we leave. Just uh, look for me up front. And you hear walk away. Uh, meanwhile, Wildstar, once they get you into the elevator... Uh, they definitely, they put hands on you. They still haven't drawn weapons, uh, but they've got like a, they've surrounded you. 
one in front, everyone else is around you. Everyone's got a hand on you. And as you get down uh, to the base, you know, at the bottom, they take you outside. Um, you hear one of them uh, talking. Uh, he's probably got some kind of communicator on. And you hear him say, yeah, Bruce, yeah, we've got one for you coming out. Uh, give him a block or two head start to take care of him. Right. Excuse me, what? <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Pushes you, whichever guard was talking. <laughs> And so you're marched out front, uh, and uh, they don't uh, want to get their pictures taken. So basically, you're just throwing out the front door onto the uh, the red carpet. <laughs> People are taking pictures, snapping shots. Ah, oh, Wildstar got thrown out. What'd you do? <laughs> no idea, but apparently I have a 10-minute head start. Right, Steve? 10 minutes? <laughs> he, he winks at you. <laughs> Guy uh, closes the door. Uh, James, uh, you see... That, uh, you know, you've been kind of watching around, seeing, you know, what's going out in here. And there have been a couple of bikers that are hanging around, you know, just kind of sitting on their bikes, drinking beers, uh, several blocks away from the establishment. Uh, one of them takes a call and throws down his beer and it pulls a gun, uh, out from uh, a holster on his bike, checks his ammunition. And, uh, they're, they start, you know, they gear up the motorcycles and they start heading, uh, down towards the hotel really slowly. I start whispering in uh, Wildstar's ear where his van is and to get his ass here now. Uh, if only we had Pettis uh, in a set of Wildstar. Let me get away. Yeah, I'll go ahead and yeah. start sprinting in that yeah. direction, but I'm going <laughs> to yell to the cr- but I'm going to go ahead and yell to the crowd. Everybody tries to kill me, but you can get me at the next show. And by, and by get, I mean watch. So catch you later, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all right. right. All right. Okay, back in the room then. Uh, how are you going to get an unconscious Val out? Okay. We Why don't need to get an unconscious Val. We're not. <laughs> you don't have we're to. Not. No? Give me the. Uh, yeah. Nope. Um, give me the chip, and I'll take it downstairs. Now. He's probably right. At, well, maybe he's not right. So no, you. You should have walk bar. away, but the soldier's right, okay. probably back, or the, the cop is probably. Now, what we need to do is actually what I suggest to do is give her something to wake her up in a minute or two. Nah. Gonna yeah. She's going to go out there, cause a scene, and we just slip out. No, I'm, we're just going to walk out right now. There's no um, additional exit from the bedroom area? Uh, there's a window. <laughs> yeah, okay. Bella should ruffle up her hair and undo a couple of buttons and walk out. <laughs> Well, in that case, Drew got, opens a couple of buttons and ruffles his hair and we walk out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I've got a lot of dice here well, to use, so I'm going to introduce a complication. <laughs> this is why you buy them off, people! <laughs> having removed the chip, um, it, uh, it changes, uh, Val's condition enough that, uh, she's actually starting to come out of, uh, out of the drug. And, uh, you guys catch her, uh, moving and she sits up abruptly and she opens her mouth like she's about to scream. Her eyes are really large. If you want it back, you'll shut up. Uh, okay, that, that stops her uh, before she's actually able to expel the scream, and she looks around, and she 
the, her whole demeanor's changed. Before she was very regal, very in control mm-hmm. of herself. She, it's almost as if her personality's kind of collapsed in. She looks very frightened. She's looking around you. Her, her whole body language, she's very pulled in, very tight. Uh, she actually pulls her legs in, so like she's almost fetal. She's looking around. She's just, where am I? Did I have a crash? One question first. Did you take the chair, clear, clear chip willingly or not? Or were you forced given the chip? Chip? What? Uh, do you show her the chip? Yeah, well, um, we can do. We show her a chip. You know, she, she touches chip. The, yeah, she touches the back of her neck. And she says, uh, I remember Cooperman gave me the chip because he couldn't pay me. Uh, I remember slotting it to see what it was. We all three shake our heads. (laughs) You have a party out there right now. And you're the host. Listen to me. We're going to get up. Yeah, and we're going to walk out of here because um, you don't want to be around these people when uh, they realize that you don't have the chip. All right. uh, Now she looks down and notices what she's wearing. Um, And, you know, her face turns bright red and she's... She's like she's trying to cover herself up. <laughs> yeah, this is a run gone quite bad. <laughs> uh, Ask her where Cooperman is. Uh, you know we got those blank chips earlier. Yeah. Can we spend a can I spend a plot point to say, hey, it wasn't blank. There was actually a program on there. And basically what we're looking for here is a program that is similar to Clio but is not Cleo, so that she can pretend she is still on Cleo and oh, walk yeah, us like out. Oh, yeah, a personality chip of someone Yeah. That's just... Okay. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. Sit in plot point, and that was one of the things you chose instead of a blink. <laughs> um, yeah. And... Okay, so so you're offering this chip, though, but after telling yeah, I'm gonna, her what gonna say happened to her... To her <laughs> look, you're, we're, you're in big trouble. Right? Run, run went wrong. we got to get out of here. Slot this chip, and it will give you the skills to get us all out of here. All right. Um, you look good. Who, in the who are you with? Who Who are you with? Right now, we're with you. Okay. Okay. Griffin. Griffin's uh, was also paid the same way. His didn't turn out as quite as well. Oh, it's Freya is still around. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm glad she made it out. Uh, I, we had to leave her. Right? I didn't want to, but Cooperman made me take off. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, if you know Freya. Okay, okay. She's like, she's psyching herself up to put it in. Uh, and she slots it. And she's like, oh, good, good. I can't wear, I can't walk in heels. This will help. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, neither can I. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so she, uh, she fixes the dress a little bit, adjusts things, takes a big breath and says, okay. Showtime. <laughs> All right. Okay, I straighten myself. I straighten myself up and walk out like I am like top dog security. Okay. Uh, so she opened the door and uh, she comes out. The security guard uh, gives her a nod. And then the rest of you come out. <laughs> and the security guard's like, what the? Uh, 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 and she puts a hand on his chin. And smiles at him, gives her gives her this little mischievous lift of her eyebrow, and says, "Girl's got to have some fun." 
and he he just he just blushes and he starts stammering. It's like uh 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 uh, and decides to finally just salute, and say yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone walks out. Um, okay, so she uh, starts heading out, and the group of people she was talking to earlier and uh, Pendergra, uh, he's not here. He's he's not here that you can see. Um, so he's not in this group as she walks out. One of the businessmen offers her her cup of wine, and she takes it. And we stop her. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no I, I go. I'm sorry, sorry, ma'am. It's uh, actually we have to uh, leave immediately. Oh, oh, of course. I have a bottle sent down to the car. Right. Um, okay, and she's you know, she starts heading uh, for the elevators. Then uh, everyone is you know being deferential to her and uh, just calling out, and she's just smiling and waving, uh, playing her part well. Uh, you can see she's got a fine bead of sweat running down uh, from her forehead, but otherwise she seems to be keeping it together. And as you get to the elevator, uh, Pengrave is there, and he's uh, he's talking to someone uh, over a phone. Uh, he's probably got an implanted phone. <clears throat> and he's waiting at the elevators. He sees uh, uh, Val and everyone else coming out. He, he just nods at her and hits a button on the elevator and holds it open for everyone. And uh, he steps into the elevator with you. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's, uh, okay. Good, good. Uh, yes, we uh, we'll we'll need to take our our leave of the party for. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, we'll. I I know. I I, I owe you another uh, another party. We'll we'll continue at another time. There's just something something very odd going on. There's been passes that are. Uh, that Who's in the lift? Out. Just you guys and the one security guard that's been in the lift. <laughs> He says, "Oh, I, I see you've uh, some friends. Uh, hello, uh, I am Mr. Pingrave. Uh He just, you know, puts his hand out to everyone. <laughs> okay, I do the whole security guard standing stiff and just nod. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, we're sorry that we have to cut out so early. It's uh, uh, there are just some matters that need to be attended to. I, uh, we will, of course." Uh, we will have other public appearances. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, are, are you leaving as well? Uh, was there anything wrong with the parties? Uh, who are you? <laughs> and from there, we'll we'll cut to outside, uh, Mr. Wildstar. So you're 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 making a beeline for across the street where the truck's being held. You know, unfortunately, it is uh, it is not in the nice bright lit area of the hotel, and you can hear the sound of these uh, these heavy you know, guttural sounds of motorcycles being uh, geared up uh, from behind you, and you hear them, uh, <laughs> they start very low, and then they, they start building a sound, and you can see the headlights of this biker gang uh, just illuminate you as you're running through the parking lot looking for your van. All right, oh, Mr. Woodrow. crap. <laughs> Did you just say biker gang? Biker gang, yes. Oh, I can't remember which bucky gang it is, though. Is, that, is, it, is it that one? <laughs> one owned by Cooperman? Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Wildstar, what are you doing? There's a biker gang <laughs> coming up behind you. You're making a run for the uh, van in front of you. You ain't going to make it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the van up and right. drive towards him. All right. Run him over! <coughs> uh, I plan on going right into the biker gang. All right. Um, 
All right, so uh, give me uh, give me an agility, and you're, you're trying to mow into the biker gang. Um, drive. Th- well, I want to slow down enough where Wildstar can jump, jump in. in the van. Okay, but this, just this keep going me, through them. This sounds to me like a hitter roll because you know you're you're using the car as a weapon, sort of. And uh, so give me an agility and hitter roll here. Okay. Um. Can, can I throw in a thing for a uh, perfect timing? Yes, you can. Certainly. Oh, can. thank good. Yeah, the biker gang uh, sees that the van's headlights come on. Uh, you're starting to come towards Wildstar. Um, they are a D8 go gang, so <laughs> nine is the stakes. Oh, great. Ten. Got it. All right, uh, the van is, uh, you guys did do some work on it, so it's boosted up a little. goes a little faster than the go gang uh, was expecting so you run right upside you pass wildstar fling open the side of the the van <laughs> i yeah. hop in immediately all right wildstar dives in and uh the 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 bikes uh kind of uh you know they go to either side of the van as you roar through them uh now they're following you it's it's now a vehicle chase where are you going <laughs> i have no freaking idea <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, All right. Well, why you think about you, that? You know, well, no, we're okay. right into the to the hotel crowd where everybody is at. Okay. This uh, way, so- Wildstar can make another wild exit, and the biker <laughs> gang can't really do anything. Uh, All right. Uh, so uh, you're gonna you're gonna zoom past the front of the hotel, stop long enough for Wildstar to jump out. Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah, you jumping l- out, let, Wildstar? Let him- so that no, I, I just imagine that I like keep the van like door open and just shout, "I'm back!" Once I catch these pugs, Wildstar. Right. Well, let, let's see if we can't dramatically time this then. So we're going to cut back to the elevator scene. Uh, Pingrave has just asked, "So who are you?" <laughs> yeah, I take out the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's no security guard. Yeah, there's one yeah, security there's one guard security in the lift. The elevator. Was he? Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So, uh, how do you take him out? Uh, I mean, we've been doing well with the drugs so far, so I mean, we could just go with that. I mean, uh, sure. So this, uh, you're essentially attacking him. So yeah. you're going to inject him with something. Go ahead. Give me. Uh, you can do. You can make a cause for agility and uh, hitter, or you might even do strength. Uh, strength would be fine if you want to just you know ram it into his arm. Yeah. Um, but either way, the roll will yeah, be hitter. I hit hitter. Yeah. So I'll do hitter and strength just to try and overpower him, sure. and I'll throw in my cyber arm as well. So oh yeah. yeah, do it with that arm. So it's quick yeah. and it's strong. So you're setting the stakes then. All right. And uh, we're gonna throw it. Bam. Ooh, um, wow, yeah, man. we'll stick with 17. seventeen. Wow. Well, he can't really beat that, um, but I'll roll because I might get a one. He's a D eight security guard. D six is the general die. So yeah, he doesn't beat that. <laughs> All uh, right, that's still five over as well. Isn't yes, it, it is. Uh, you want to throw right. in anything else that happens there? So yeah, he uh, goes out. I'm. I'm not. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to drug him up really badly, not so that he's. I want to have prop him up on the side so that he's got a blissful smile on his face, sort of thing. Not so that he looks as though he's just been attacked, but if he's 
taken right. too much drugs while on duty. Uh, you did well enough that if you want, you could have even done it so quickly that no one noticed that you did it. <laughs> That's up to you, whether or not you want Pingrave to have noticed you just took out a security guard. Sure, we'll do it so that he doesn't know right now. Yeah, okay. So like, there's a momentarily bump in the elevator as the inertial I... dampeners come on, and then you you just kind of bump into the guard a little hard, and then <laughs> that's all it looked like. And I will tell Pengrove, extra security. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, you're We've with, had some uh, incidents. Extra security. Undercover? Night around? Okay. Good, good. I'm glad to see you guys are on top of it. I don't know how these... Uh, fake passes got out there. Probably the media. Uh, there's only so much you can do to keep them out. So the elevator opens, and uh, before it floor. does, before we get down to that bit, I just say are we taking the limo, or are we going by the van? Okay, and by that time over the intercoms, you'll probably hear uh, the altercation that's happening in the parking right. garage. So this is right as the van is being <laughs> geared up and the, the bikers are being ran through. <laughs> there's yeah, no, okay. there's no, no way for James to see them coming out of the elevator or anything, is there? No, but you've got comms, so I mean, you guys can talk and time things right. if you want. I'm going to say, limo's coming to the front, get out. Bring Pengrove, he'll he'll like Wildstar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Limo. Okay. And stroll out well not stroll, but walk in Whoa. a professional business like manner out the front door. Alright. Uh no one gives you any kind of hassle and at all. The... You've got Pengrave and Val. As you come out of the front of the hotel, the Wildstar van comes to a screeching halt right <laughs> in front of you. Side doors thrown open. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Throw them both in. Yeah, Pingrave is like, you, as he sees Wildstar. (laughs) I I literally just... Throw them both in, slam the door, and go. As soon as they get in, I'm pulling out. All right. Actually, wait. For just dramatic effect, as I said, I'm throwing that line, see you later, punks. I I don't so much as throw Pengrave in as it looks like I'm helping him in and then say, (laughs) we're out. Uh, You are, however, being chased by a Go Gang uh, as you peel off. You might want to call your people among them. Whoa. By the way. Well, they're all in helmets. Yeah, they're they're all, you know, it's... it's, uh, it's it's a biker gang. They're all wearing uh, you know, there's certain colors. Anyone have gang etiquette? Nah. <laughs> Other than we've researched what gang Cooperman was associated I have with. Cop. cop would do it. I have yeah. cop etiquette. Sure. Oh. And then yes, you know it is Cooperman's the gang that Cooperman's been hanging around with. It's definitely his. Uh, so where where is their rival gang area? Uh, you would not know that. I know that. I turn around. I'll, I'll turn around. And go. Um, where's the rival gang? Face the area? front. So, face the front. Face the front. <laughs> face the front. Nearly swerve and miss a, va- a car. Might be a good. Uh, well, you could certainly leave them. Cooperman's gang. You know, any any gang would be a rival. So if you just want to lead them into another part of town where you know there's another gang, you can do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. All right. 
All right, let's see if you can do it before they overtake you. They've already started shooting. Once they're once oh. they're out of the better part of the neighborhood, like they start shooting. <laughs> part of what the rest of us in the back were going to be doing is saying, "Hey, call off the people who are shooting at the van that you're in, Ben Grave." All right, uh, yeah. Ben and do you understand when like, we say that they're not my guys? They must be juniors. I have no idea who they are. Bullshit! You made the call. Why was I getting an execution order? I, I called security. Call oh, them again well. and tell them that you're in the van that's being sh- Nah, don't. Actually, that of course. Oh, well. We'll leave it up to our trusty driver. He'll be able to dare run anything. So, Woodrow, Woodrow do you, uh, does he have any ability in driving? <laughs> What's this oh, driving you speak of? driving. <laughs> By the um, way, as a little note, I'm using Pengrave as a shield while I'm making these call off your gain bonuses. All right. Um, Let's have James make an agility uh, and hitter roll to basically keep the van ahead of the uh, uh, the biker gang, and you're leading them into uh, another gang's territory. <laughs> and you have a you are in a D6 truck. If you actually <laughs> want to say, "Hey, this truck is actually you know not a bad truck," you can you can tag that D6 truck that you guys were using. <laughs> hmm. Is there any way I could call an associate in this way at Wild and Crazy Chase? You can, but I want to see what happens here first. Okay. (laughs) Too many runs and he might capsize the truck. (laughs) All right, you're setting the stakes because you're the the lead car and you're trying to uh, perform some active driving. Okay. I'll take that D6. Uh, So you have an 8. We're dead. This is a D8 Go Gang. Uh, oh, look at that. You beat them. <laughs> and I rolled a one, so if you want to buy off one of the complications, you can. It's up to you. I'd buy it off now. There's an army of dice sitting there, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, do you buy it off? You might be muted. We haven't heard you. Yes, I was mu- muted. Yes, okay. I do want to buy it back. All right, good enough. Uh, yeah, so you do what you expected. Uh, you're able to keep the van ahead of the go gang. You enter uh, another territory, another gang. <laughs> Basically says, hey, <laughs> no one's taking out vans in our territory. And, uh, <laughs> except <laughs> us. Yeah, except us. Yeah. Yeah, especially Wildstar's van. <laughs> yeah, you might have some following amongst the, the go gangers. It's entirely possible. But yeah, that, uh, okay, that yeah, distracts yeah. everybody. Yeah, tag in the Wildstar notoriety so that uh, they know right, who it sure. is and they want to protect him. We did kind of paint the logo on the side of the There you go. <laughs> so as the gang passes you by to take care of the other gang, they throw you up the, the rocker's horns, you know, the, <laughs> the, the little fist sign in the air. Like, Wildstar! <laughs> Can I spend a flashback point to say I added a audio system to this band so when they do that I can start pumping out my latest album? Of course, that that goes without saying. Of course, <laughs> you give them a little a little soundtrack to do their mayhem by. Uh, yep. As the truck goes off into the night, so you you slow down to a more <laughs> safe level of driving, get back into an area that's more protected, um, and so you've got Pengrave and Val back here. Uh, Pengrave fully expects that he's being kidnapped, so he's like. Uh, <laughs> So, Pengrave, you, you called to get me out of here. 
which probably means your head of security, Cooperman, won't have been dead for even asking about him. So where's Cooperman? He, he was a hireling. He's not my head of security. Uh, well, then I don't is, know. Is your security just tried to kill us. I don't know anything about that. I, no, I hired a professional security team to just, just to work security for the party. I, I don't know anything about Cooperman's involvement in this. He was just hired to take the chips. That's it. That's all he was, do- he was supposed to do. Yeah, Val, woman. Aren't you, Val? Uh, you know, sorry, could what? you work with Cooperman before? <laughs> Asshole, yeah. And he's just tried to have you killed. You know where he is? I got more paybacks than just that as she rubs the slot on the back of her neck and pulls out the uh, <laughs> the chip that you had gave her. Um, oh, dear. Now she's going to curl up in a fetal position. <laughs> Uh, no, no, this is, what she had slotted was just a skill chip, so, you know, we just... No, I understand that, but she was kind of... Well, yeah, yeah, she is still kind of, you know, she's definitely a different personality, but she was better with the chip in for all purposes. (laughs) She wants to be herself, make her own decisions and choices, Mm -hmm. and oh, what a useless person she is now. So you don't want the (laughs) helicopter pilot that could put chain guns on a helicopter to shoot government. Okay. (laughs) Don't know where he is. She tells you, uh... Um, well, after Griffin booted the, booted us out, uh, we headed back to the base. It's an old warehouse in the middle of the lot, uh, somewhere near Union Road. I didn't like what we did, but there wasn't much I could do at the time. Uh, we made the landing okay, and while I secured the chopper, Cooperman and Griffin headed inside. I'm not sure what happened, uh, but there was some kind of fight. Cooperman's boys must have gotten the drop on Griffin. Uh, next thing I know, he came storming out of the tarmac, and he was hot. Uh, really mad. I figured I was about to get the shaft, but if you were going to kill me, they would have done it already. So instead of getting the remainder of my money, Cooperman hands me a data chip. Uh, he claims it was worth at least what was due to me. Um, uh, a little skeptical about it, but that's all I was going to get out of this run. Griffin got the same. So I figured it was time to cut my losses. I took the chip, said my goodbyes. Uh, Cooperman did get a little strange, though. Um, as I was leaving, um, I could tell he had some sort of chip slotted. Uh, maybe it was one of the ones we stole. He kept ranting something about being the con now, and uh, that his he, he could build his empire. I, I don't know what the hell that meant. But uh, I got out of there. And to, but, just to go over this, uh, Pengrave said that he hired Cooperman in order to run the chips out, didn't he? He openly admitted that in front of us. Yes, he yes? did. Yes, he did. Right. I suppose any of us have got recording devices which were currently on at that point. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Can I'm I sure there was a drone in the van. Yeah, a drone got in the van. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Spend a plot point. <laughs> I, will, I, will spend, I will spend a plot point to, have to, to be recording that. I'll spend the plot awesome. point. Uh, I'm going to go into not leave my drones in the middle of nowhere. Right. So when Val finishes the story, uh, Pingrave actually finishes it off. He says that, yeah, Cooperman botched the whole thing. He wasn't supposed to hurt anyone. It was supposed to be a quick snatch and grab. Hell, we even paid to have an inside man. That should have been an easy score. So I refused to pay him. Wow. Cool. So um, This is going to play well at the stockholders' meeting tomorrow. I tell him openly to his face. Huh, he shrugs and says, eh, it may influence things. It's all business. It's all business. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, is there a place you met Cooperman? Uh, yeah, uh, the warehouse that Val was talking about is where we uh, normally met. And Val chips uh, chimes in again. It's like, yeah, it's uh, Union Hill Road. Uh, and she starts giving you directions if you want to go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to call up a friend really fast. Okay. Who are you calling? I'm calling up Marty. All right, who's Marty? He's a fellow Shadowrunner. Okay. What does he do? All right, so uh, the comm link picks up. You hear the sounds of gunfire. In the background, you hear police sirens going on, and Marty comes on. Hey, hey Wildstar, been a while. Yeah, what are you up to, man? Pull over the car, or we'll start up. Op- we'll open fire. <laughs> you hear some skids on the road. Oh, you know, biz, biz. What's up? I was actually going to ask you for some assistance, but it sounds like you're busy. Oh, no, no. Just a, you know, normal night out, and you start hearing, like, heavy gunfire in the background. Okay, Marty. I, I know you, you might like to appease me, but why, why don't you focus on the chase, okay? Oh, no, no, really. It's fine. It's fine. What do you need? Get well, I was chase. actually going to get you for backup for another gunfight, but I think you're, you're already pretty busy. Well, I can bring the party your way. You hear the sound of glass shattering in the background. And he says, like, me and my guys, uh, one less. Uh, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> you know yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Bring the party. I'm a bad friend. I Bring the, the party. <laughs> I gave him the address. <laughs> all right. <coughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, so he's heading but your I, way. What's your plan? I, <laughs> can um, I call my, uh, I, I want to call my soup kitchen contact to see if they heard anybody, anybody with the name Khan around. Huh. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Here. Uh, soup contact. What are you, what are you with him? D sixty eight. D eight. D eight. He's like, oh yeah, we've been hearing that name around all over the place. Seems like there's some uh, new mover and shaker in the neighborhood. It's trying to get all the gangs together. They got some you know where he... some big meeting going down tonight. Actually, where? Uh, hold on a minute. Hey, hey Eddie, where's that thing going on? Some yelling in the background. Oh, down by Union. Perfect. There's going to be a big party now. Okay, you know what? I added my phone call with Marty. By the way, you could totally break your chase. Just go to this address. Make sure you get out of there. It's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> no problem. Me and my four, uh, three guys well, will be there in about ten minutes. On, the, on that note, um... On that note, I think I'm going to call my police contact <laughs> and ask him if he wants any information about this guy, Khan. We're not getting this trip back, guys. Uh, yeah. You're going to make a huge party show up there. Is that what you're going to get? All right. uh, if Khan's dead, are you say if Khan's dead, we can still get the chip. Depends if his neck's been blown off. Are you going? Uh, are you D6 or D8 with your police contacts? It's D6. D6, okay. You're going to need a royal to convince them to do something about it tonight. So, uh, yeah. You give your contact a call. Say, oh, um, we're a little undermanned tonight. Uh, it's a gang thing, huh? You could throw in the D6. Yeah, and, well, they're having... Uh, okay. Probably intelligence okay. and grifter or intelligence mastermind. Anything okay. else you want to add, go ahead. But... Uh, this is your normal okay. beat cop, so I'm going to set the stakes. Uh, seven. They really are busy tonight. 
And can I add my cop etiquette to that? Sure can. Yep. Okay. You know, I just realized, didn't we say to Roxanne we wanted this oh, that she wow. wanted this to be like a quiet operation? <laughs> so what's your roll? Uh, uh that'd be an eighteen. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a twenty. Twenty. Oh, you crushed <laughs> it. It's like Oh, we've been hurt. we've been hearing about uh, some uh, extra gang violence going on in that area. If he, if this guy actually gets all these gangs together, oh man, this is oh, we're sending out the SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that was huge. They're sending out the special tactical division. This is a good thing <laughs> that we've done. This is a hell of a party. It's a wild star party. <laughs> And now I really want to be dumb and just drive in the center of this horrible gunfire. in the back, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that is the question. What do you want to do? Uh, because, uh, okay, now there's a couple of ways this could play out. Uh, you're closer, so you could get there first if you wanted to. Or you could watch how it plays out and then do something in the aftermath. Uh, what's your plan? Yeah, let's think the aftermath is smarter for our mostly drifter and thief party. <laughs> Yes. Aftermath or, or near the end, yeah. We need to get an ambulance wagon. Smart thinking. Mr. Eddie, don't you have contacts for that? Uh, I've got a D6 asset of a uh, crash cart wagon. Crash cart wagon. Yeah. So, I mean, we can just swap out. And then well, we how about letting... Afterwards and- Grab ourselves a body or three. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So you're going to basically be the. You're going to be the first. uh, You're going to be the first First responders on the scene. Then that's what the plan is. Yep. All right. Yes, and it goes down. Before, just to get it out of the way, um, use my medical contacts to put Pengrave up somewhere for. 24 hours or whatever on a psych hold or something, just so that nobody else gets in for the moment. There's a con I want to try on Pingrave first. <laughs> Alright. Alright, okay. Right, Mr. Pingrave, we've been trying to do this quite obviously, that hasn't worked. See, unfortunately, there were some contracts involved that even Junior didn't know all about. I'm going to hold up my hand, and on it is going to appear a wee symbol of one of the huge corporations in Seattle. Okay. There's work that Global's been doing, which... Yeah, so Junior's not knowing about. We've been here looking after their interests. If you get in with Global, you're going to be in with them. Okay, uh, I, I will. I will amend this slightly if you wish. Since you know it's military contracts that they are, yeah. uh, you could say like Ares Macro Technology, which yep. is the okay. big arms manufacturer. Uh, and they yeah. also don't play around. When they send people out, they are, you know, they are trained strike yeah. forces. We are trying to be doing this quietly. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, um, Pingrave is something of a businessman, so you're going to have to sell it. So uh, go ahead and let's do a little grift here. Um, All right. So So it's intelligence and grifter. Intelligence and grifter. You can take a D8 for actually knowing for, you know, you're actually, um, Ares might actually be involved, given the uh, information (laughs) you know. So that will help sell it. Uh, So you can throw a D8 for that. Uh Fortunately for you, Pingrave really is a savvy business guy. So let, let's see uh, what he ends. Oh, wow. Uh, t- 
10 is the stakes, but I rolled a 1 if you want to buy down a okay. complication. Uh, I'll probably get that way point I back could in just a moment. In this is like a bad cop. I think I couldn't I couldn't talk to people about this before I did it because then it would be kind of revealing the fact that we are trying to pull this con. <laughs> so if you could leap in after the fact or something. I'm going to try and roll and see what happens. Uh, that that would be a case for so when you uh, when someone sets the stakes and in this case Pingrove set the stakes and yep. uh, you try to beat the stakes if you fail but if you can figure out a way to bring something else in you can roll again and try it uh, that's Ooh. that's what you're we're talking about here so like for instance if you're not able to convince them and uh, Wildstar wants to pipe something in that might change things. You could try it a second time, but how'd you roll? And remember, we can flash back to say that we did set something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll first, see how well I do, but then we can flash back or something to try and set something else up. Uh, whoa! I'm going to actually. Um, wow. You got ten? Yeah. Uh, if I spend a plot point, it's even though it's not help. So fifteen. I beat him by a crush. Yes, you did. Uh, right. So when you bring up uh, the Aries logo, and. Uh, yeah. You get the idea that Pingrave really didn't know what was on the chips, just that it was something that Global had in the pipes and could save their business from being taken over. So yeah, yep. he he uh, he immediately sees what you're talking about. Uh and he's like Pingrave's like, Well, uh he's just you know, we're just in in entertainment. Uh we, we don't we don't play in that league. Had we known, had Junior told us uh, He didn't well, I, know. Yeah. Uh right. Um, oh, what do you, you want, play that how you want. You want? Uh, obviously, we will withdraw our offer. Um, do it carefully. We don't want to say we we've been trying to do this quietly. It hasn't quite worked out. But sort of, if you sort of suddenly withdraw it with a no saying whatsoever, yeah, I don't know how well it's going to look. Other people can start piping up in the air with suggestions. Can I, can I spike over the column? Hey, by the way, well, you're in the van. So, yeah, you tell him that. Uh, you should apologize to Wildstar and say that he had a great time this night, and they they, they now have a new you brand. I ignore him. You understand that the comms are like phones, right? Yes. So basically, you're speaking this out loud, <laughs> trying to communicate it secretly. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll be really unsettled about this. I kind of want to see what happens on his end. <laughs> Right. Uh, well, he's pretty shaken about what's just been revealed to him. So he's like, oh, of course, of course, any bad press that I've caused your cover identity, uh, we'll, we'll release a, a statement. Uh, uh, how about Wildstar's uh, pensions for overindulging at a party was a cause for it? It'll only help your, uh, it'll yeah, only help sure. your image. Uh, perhaps you made a pass at uh, Cleo or something and... Uh, <laughs> I like it both of those angles. Keep them both. <laughs> All right. So uh, Pingrave will hash out a deal with you. Essentially, he will yeah. make sure that the stockholders. Now I know someone here. I don't. Someone has. Oh yeah, Wildstar has Corp Talk, so he can yeah. organize exactly how that sort of thing happens. But uh, what's going to happen is he's just going to make sure that the stockholders uh, on his end uh, will vote down uh, the buy. Yeah. So even if you don't get enough people wanting to do it on global side, he will still fall apart. Uh, that was a heck of a con. <laughs> yeah, well, best cons are based on some truth. So. Yep. 
All right. So uh, the way this all plays out is, uh, yes, in fact, your friend comes screaming through, uh, leading a pack of Lone Star officers hot in pursuit. Uh, he's driving, you know, a very fast car that's got some you know, armors and guns. He's got people in the back that are shooting back at the Lone Star cops. His vehicle's taking heavy fire. There's dead bodies in the back. And he comes screaming through the area. <laughs> he lets you know on the comms, coming through now. <laughs> And uh, as Lone Star is uh, coming through, uh, the sirens uh, caused the several, you know, these are several gangs all in this warehouse. And it was uh, apparently something was going on in there. And they all start streaming out. And uh, they start shooting at the cops because they think it's a bust. Uh, and so heavy gunfire starts on both sides. The Lone Star looks like they're going to be just taking, there are so many gangers here. One of them brings out a rocket launcher and takes out one of the Lone Star cars. And about this time, SWAT comes. Uh, helicopters, guys you know, deploying from the helicopters. Uh, there are tanks that are rolling out. Uh, the whole block is just on fire by the time this is over with. Uh, and then worst of all, the dock wagon forces don't get in their way. <laughs> they don't. They dock, well, apparently none of these guys have uh, gold-level uh, dock wagon clearance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah. when things start quieting down somewhat, uh, cue the crash cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> driving in like a maniac. Yeah. I stand at driving. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, there are dead everywhere. Uh, so what's your play? Now, normally crash cart, uh, once again, is not a public service. So you can certainly say that your target has a contract. Yeah, that's uh, basically yep. all I was gonna do. Just yeah, contract is inside. Get out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you as you come onto the scene, um, you're. I mean, you basically come in as soon as the last bullet's fired, and uh, you're checked uh, as they come in. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, you guys are here fast. Damn. Contract. <laughs> maybe maybe I got to get one of your contracts. Dockwag, it's never this fast. Crap. <laughs> Who are you after? I. I'm not saying anything. This is trauma to you, right? So go in, grab the no, first, you're, get you're out. crash cart. You're, you're not, you're not, oh, not as, quite that, yeah, so, you're not right. on the same level as Doc Wagon, but you're starting to make a name for yourself. Um, actually, in the fiction, crash cart is a competitor to Doc Wagon, and there's some conjecture that they actually are in league with people who will shoot or hurt someone that is under mm. Doc Wagon care and then get there before Doc Wagon. And then those people oh, end up clever. signing with crash cards. That sounds exactly like the sort of people I would be involved with. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like what happened as well. <laughs> uh, now keep in mind that Lone Star is, uh, is basically the legitimate police in any area. Uh, so even if you do have a, a, a person that you're responding to, you still have to deal with them as being, you know, the law in the area. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to slow down or stop. But you do have to answer their questions at some point. <laughs> so what do you do? Yep. Uh, so so supposedly, if he's got a contract with you, you're going to either know he's alive or dead. Um, supposedly, you will know this. Mm-hmm. So every how do you respond count. when you're every through? second counts? Yeah, all right. Get out. He's, of he's going. He's going. Um, okay, I'm looking yeah. at something. Right, that's enough, uh, yeah, crash carts. <laughs> you know, you've got basically ATV type things. So you just you just roll over some of the police cars and just head in. Uh, you have a police force following you, but they're not interfering with you. Uh, so where are you going? Into the middle where we assume <laughs> carnage. <laughs> yeah. 
Look for the place where it looks like there's a. Um, uh, he's a general, so like the setup place, the tent where the military maps and everything HQ. Would be sort of. Okay. Yeah, the HQ. So yeah, you drive your ATV basically through a wall that's already been compromised, and uh, <clears throat> so you go through the warehouse door, and the in- inside is there's bodies everywhere. The, as a uh, there's there's light from all the set-up lamps and the headlights from all the cars and, ve- and vehicles outside are streaming in through all the bullet holes. So the place is actually quite illuminated as you have these streaks of sunlight or, well, light coming in through all the holes that penetrated the warehouse. Okay. There are still people in here who are alive, but probably not for long. Yeah, well, everyone uh, has suffered it, major damage. Is there uh, a way of sending the drones in to scout around for the person that we're looking for? Yes, and a good thought. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, since you are the crash cart driver there, Eddie Drood, uh, give me an alertness roll and probably mastermind as you're trying to figure out where the leader would be when all this happened. Uh, and you could throw in a D8 uh, with the drone's help, uh, giving you facial recognition, and you can deploy them out to areas. <laughs> but you're trying to make this look as much like possible that you're following a beacon, which you don't actually have. But you're trying to make it look like you are. <laughs> and here I'll set the stakes for this. Um, yeah, just let me see if else. Color the D68, just because all the bodies that are in here. We I don't know. Can I add in my clothes. job? You certainly can. You. Yeah. You've been in firefights, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what we can get off of this. So we're lying to Roxanne about causing this, right? Just all happened. Natural fluke. Yeah, just happened. <laughs> Don't think it matters. You yeah. get what she wants. Ooh. Uh, Eleven Jeez. is the stakes. Uh, oh, 16. oh, my gosh. Okay, Damn well. you, single D6, which didn't roll. On my <laughs> I think you just won the pop point Five, to get a six, bonus. Six, eight, eight. Damn you, D6. Even with a double eight, he still gets it by a crush. Yeah. Yeah, good enough. So... Yeah, with with everything you've got going for you, you're able to zero in where Cooperman uh, is. He actually is alive, although barely. He's had a leg blown <laughs> off. He's had an arm blown off, but he's still breathing. Put him <laughs> down. Put him down. Take the chip. I just take the chip. I don't put him down in any way. Right. I just rip the chip out. And head. All right. Well, that finishes him off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you have caused us problems. You pull the Remove. chip off, uh, it shorts, uh, and oh, yeah, you just blow it. says hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also grab his body and put it on the back and pretend he's still yeah, around. Yeah, take him with us. Gotta get out as they were doing stuff. Gotta get out, gotta get out back out. Woo! Because right. obviously they saw him barely moving and stuff, so. Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah you get him <laughs> I in. I just see us going Ooh. a block away and then opening the doors and kicking the body out. We have machines that go ping. I can make us have machines that go ping. Lone Star's not interfering with you. You know, the, the usual thing is at some point, Crash Cart will file a report later, and the police can interview you later, but the object is you've got to get your client to safety first. So, yep. yeah. Good. Yeah, they so can wait for that. Every, you make everything look kosher with your experience being with Crash Cart. You know how to make it look good. So you get out. <laughs> Pingrave well, is right. looking, um, uh, looking kitchen. You want some more meat? At the body of Cooper. Yes, yes, pick up a couple more bodies, too. For the soup kitchen. For the the soup kitchen. (laughs) They wanted more meat and protein. Well, yeah, they said they they weren't going to be too picky. 
Okay, you know yeah, what? Just give him a call you're... and tell him, you know, get over there. <laughs> what are you going right. to eat? <laughs> so, After hearing uh, all that, I gag in a corner. <laughs> we're, we're, we're bad people. <laughs> so uh, we will we will cut scene uh, to uh, this is uh, the next day at the Banshee uh, before the stockholder meeting. You have gotten a hold of Roxanne back at your normal uh, watering yep. hole. What have you done with Pingrave? And Cooper's body. Uh, we would have dropped him off before we got in the crush wagon. Okay. Yeah. All right. As I said, putting um, we put the wind up, up and we're just gonna yeah, we he's hours. got easy access to whatever he wants. And in twenty-four hours, just put right. him in a psych ward or something. Yeah, that's no. Pretty, yeah, look, but... he has no. He has to be in place to set all this up because we've given him the story for um. Yep. That's we actually yeah. we need him out there and active. Yeah. I'm quite happy to drop him off at whatever nearest station he wants to be going, dropped off at. That's so he yeah. Go. Oh, yeah, just and, drop and him And you off. sold the con very well. So uh-huh. he definitely believes yeah. that uh, <laughs> that Ares has something to do with this and his company wants no problems with Ares. Yeah. All right. So you're sitting in the booth with Roxanne okay. and uh, you've called the meeting, of course, and she's a little edgy because you know the stockholder meeting's about four hours away. And she says, well... Chip you gave us before uh, certainly is going to help. Um, I don't know if we're going to have the votes yet, but you gave us a fighting chance. Uh, do you have anything else for me? Slide the two chips over. <laughs> yep. Oh wow! Uh, she checks them. Uh, yeah, they both seem to be operable. Oh, okay, very good, very good. Uh, uh, anything else uh, that you want to claim? Uh, you, you had mentioned something about trying to help our chances with. Uh, HSE? Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a problem. Um, Yeah, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem at all. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, All right. Uh, Well, I've got to get to this meeting. Uh, Tell you what, uh, she slots the cards, and basically each of you get another uh, 60,000 apiece. Uh, Now that she gives you 30,000 each for each of the other two chips you turn in, she says, and um, provided that. Uh, what you say is true, and this is uh, a win for us. Uh, she hands you a different ship. Um, it's time-locked. <clears throat> and she says, uh, uh, have this slotted about uh, one hour after uh, the meeting. If it goes in our favor, uh, the funds on there will be unlocked to you as a bonus. And, uh, hmm. I think you'll be very happy with it. I'm certainly happy with your service. Uh, you here to please. Elden, are you going again. as Mr. Patterson, or are you there as Mr. Wildstar? Oh, Patterson. Oh, <laughs> you, you, what did you do for this thing? Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. Mr. Patterson, if everything works out well, uh, I'll, I'll have that drink with you. I'll need, a, I'll need one after all this. I could use one, too. Looking forward to it. All right. Okay, and so you guys basically uh, waited out. You may even wait here if you want. It's, <laughs> she, pays, yeah. she opens a tab for you. There you go. She opens a tab for you and lets you hang out. How's uh, Val doing as well? Seeing as, uh, yes. Well, she would have bugged out this first opportunity she, you gave her, but she's doing yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, actually, you guys have both... Uh, one of the ways experience works in this is in future adventures. Uh, you can make a callback to a previous adventure. So you have two Shadowrunners that are OU favors now, Val and Freya. Right. So uh, those are basically free contacts that people can use uh, by calling back to a previous adventure. 
anyway, um, so you guys are partying it up, enjoying uh, your open tab. Um, might even be making some friends with that here tonight. <laughs> it, uh hour after yeah. the meeting's set to be due, you guys uh, slot the chip and look at it, and uh, apparently it did go in the way of global, as there's an extra 500,000 credits Each? that are unlocked for you. No total. total. <laughs> <laughs> How many there are was five, right? <laughs> However you guys want to divide it, <laughs> that's up to you. But uh, they gave you See, enough. Eddie, you get 5,000 and the rest of it goes to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no>. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Two chips. Two chips I got for you guys. Ugh. Not bad. Uh, the only person still injured is Bella, who's still showing a few burns and uh, shrapnel scars. Other than that, not a bad run and a good payday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not sure if we're going to uh-huh. give Dinkleberg a share, though, now. I don't, think, I don't think Dinkleberg gets a share. <laughs> no, I, I, I think really Eddie gets think... it. Oh, yeah. by the way, Richard, just for the, uh, the funniness of it, because I'm not sure you got it, everybody here has seen past the illusion of Wildstar except your character. Yeah, Very no, I understand face. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that, yeah. I also had a post-credit scene that I wanted to do as well because okay. this feels very much like the sort of hustle or something like that. We're so we have the to. funny bit at the thing at the end, yeah. and it would just be that when um, uh, Roxanne and Mister Patterson go for their drink, uh, a something has been slipped into Mr. Patterson's drink, so he feels itchy all over, and he spends most of the night just scratching himself. You're terrible. Why are you ruining my day? (laughs) Because he can. If this was going to be a regular, if we were going to do this as a regular game every session, then I think somebody should have a funny scene at the end there just for that sort of thing. I'd have no problem with anybody doing it back to me. Alright, let me uh, me figure (laughs) this out real quick here. So we got 500,000. And then how many of them, how many of you are there? There's one, two, three, four, five. Five. There's five of you, so let's see. Six. Uh, Five, yeah. You can't Claim wild stars. Patterson will pay this year. Oh, no, Patterson handles all the wild stars money anyway, so we'll just go to Patterson. Exactly. I'm seeing if this changes your lifestyles. It could do. We're rolling on D6s. No, you don't have to. You can just have a lot of money and still look crappily. Is anyone below a D6 uh, resources right now? I'm a 2D6. No, 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 for, uh, for uh, resources. Uh, oh, for resources, yeah, yeah I'm a 2D4. You right. can't have two really yeah, Resources will be a single die. Your lifestyle may, be, may have been split out, but resources will be a single die. Oh, okay, then it's probably just a D6. So oh, if you split it out separately, one for Patterson, it's a one D6. for <laughs> I see they have their own. Uh, okay, so here's how this can work. Being Shadowrunners, Shadowrunners tend to blow a lot of cash very quickly. So yep. uh, everyone made enough money that they could have a D12 lifestyle for one month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one month, yeah. Uh, otherwise, uh, it's only enough uh, to raise a D4 lifestyle to a D6 lifestyle for the course of a year. 
Um, so basically how this will work out is you guys will be able to, if you want to buy a bunch of gear, uh, do the, take it as a D12 for a month and you go on a shopping spree. Uh, if there's stuff that you couldn't afford or you want to buy cyberware, that's the way to do it. And then you basically blow through it all. Otherwise, if you are at a very poor lifestyle, a D4, and you want to get up to a D6, you can just change your lifestyle to a D6. So you can do it either either way. Okay, and what if my lifestyle... My lifestyle's you, a D8. Yeah, so it doesn't really improve your basic lifestyle, but it gives you a bunch of ready cash. So basically, it's going to raise your lifestyle uh, to a D12 worth of purchasing power for a month if you want to buy some stuff you could otherwise uh, afford. No, but does it change my resources at all then? Not at all, because it's actually, it's just a drop in the bucket for you. Because if you're living a D8 lifestyle, you're already quite wealthy. Okay. Uh, essentially right. what I'm saying is if you, if you spread it out over the year, it will maintain a D6 lifestyle for a year. Okay. <clears throat> if you want to buy some stuff that you couldn't otherwise afford, take it as a D12 and you can afford lots of stuff. But then afterwards, the next month, you're going to drop back down to the lifestyle you were before. Oh, the long hookers and boots. Oh, nah. I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna stay at my my regular. Right. Well, if no stay one's below a D6 lifestyle, then you're all just gonna have extra cash to blow on gear. Is what it's gonna come to. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna blow it on gear. Yep. And which is mostly what happens in Shadowrun. That's why everyone's perpetually yeah. broke. You you upgrade gear. <laughs> so I can't go up to a D8. Res- I mean D8 resources because no, yeah, it's just not enough for for a year's worth of resources. Oh, okay. Something that's been confusing me. Is money, lifestyle, and resource three different skills? No, uh, resources and lifestyle are two different skills. Money is just, if your resources is equivalent oh. to what something costs, then you can buy it. And that, that's all there is to it. Like, if you have a D8 lifestyle and you want to go out and buy a D8 gun, then it doesn't reduce your lifestyle, or it doesn't reduce your resources. You can afford it just fine. You just have it. There you go. But if you have a D8 resources, and let's say you want to buy that D10 or D12 deck, you can't afford it. <clears throat> uh, resources okay. go down when you try when you need to spend money you don't have, uh, either because you're paying a ransom. Let, well, let's say you need gear for a mission and you can't afford it, but you need it. Uh, you essentially, you're going to make a pool roll with your resources, and your resources could go down because you're tapping everything you, you have or will potentially earn to get this thing that you need, okay? So resources is usually stagnant, unless you really just got to get a hold of, uh, of liquid money and fast. Um, lifestyle can change, and you could have a lower lifestyle than you have resources, which just means you're slumming it, okay? Mm. It means that in general, if you have a D6 lifestyle, the clothing that you wear, the vehicle that you drive, and the things that, you, uh, that people will see in your house are all... D6 value, even though you might have a higher resource. It just means that you save more money than you spend. Okay, so at the moment with all the money, I should have, I pretty much got a resource D6 and a lifestyle D6. Yeah, unless you wanted to live at a lower lifestyle than your resources is. And the reason I let people split it out is because if you take a lower lifestyle than you have resources, it gives you an extra bump in purchasing something for character creation. So, like, uh, during character creation, if you wanted to have a better deck than you could afford, you could have taken a lower lifestyle and bumped up your deck by one. It's only useful for character generation, really. Right. <coughs> well, we're past that now, so... At any point in time, if you're living a lower lifestyle than you have a resources, you can always choose to bring your lifestyle back up to your resources. That's fine. 
and just say you got a new digs or you've got some better stuff and now you're living a higher lifestyle. <laughs> but what the D12 die allows you to do now uh, for you know for the month you've got this D12. Uh, if somebody wanted to buy a D12 deck or wanted to buy you know a D12 car, they could do that now. But then next gotta, month you've tapped everything and you're back down to the lifestyle you were before. <laughs> and do we get any extra talents or spells or anything? For okay, us? so uh, the way leverage works is every mission uh, allows you to turn it in for uh, a bump somewhere. Okay, uh, instead of doing that, I'm going to do that somewhat. But since a mission could be several adventures, in this case it was four for us. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's uh, I'm gonna call it karma, and it's gonna be a karma for each session that we run, and not a full mission. Okay, so we played four sessions, uh, gives everyone four karma, and this is separate to the karma points or plot points that we've been using. Yes, yes, right? exactly. Yeah, sorry. Oh no. Because previously you were referring to plot points as karma to make yeah. the language work. Plot, yeah, plot points should be called karma. Maybe I'll just call these advancement points or something. Uh, but uh, so you have four points, and with four points, eh, give me a minute. Let me go grab my leverage book. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Can we do anything at all? Because <laughs> I need to get talents to get more spells. <laughs> I have no idea what I want. Well, Birders Away, right. please enjoy these soft sounds of Wildstar rocking out. I don't know this song. There you go, that's all you get. <laughs> it's amazing how we've seen. We've <laughs> seen um, Scott Pilgrim. Yep. <laughs> and they've got that the, the one band which comes out, which uh, just sings so sad at the Battle of the Bands. I'm now imagining that's a Wild Stars kind of song where it's just two words in a single chord and that's it. Mm, yeah, that, that probably sums it up. It, it could be worse. It could be Wild right. Stallions. Oh, that would be horrible. There's nothing wrong with Wild Stallions. Wild Stallions rule. <laughs> okay, let's see. Experience. We're improving. No index. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, plot points are more like edge anyway than karma. Yeah. Ah, benefits of experience. Okay. <laughs> there is some. Woo-hoo. I have a number that you can track which says how experienced you are. It okay, does nothing. So, um, <laughs> for one, for one point. You could add a new signature asset. Okay, I'll get back to what that does in just a minute. <clears throat> For two jobs, you can add a new specialty. A specialty is a D8 that goes under one of your roles. Okay, so you pick a role that it works with, and you can choose a new specialty. A new a new talent costs four, so new spellcasters and hackers can pick up a new program <laughs> <and> spell. <clears throat> uh, stepping up an attribute costs eight, and stepping up a role costs eight. Okay, signature assets. Okay, here's how this works. Uh, with your resources, you basically can buy an unlimited number of things that's equal to your resource die. So, like, if you have a D6 resource, 
you can buy as many D6 guns as it would make sense for you to have. Like, so if you say I've got five D6 guns laying around, fine, no big deal. But they're disposable. They're something that could be taken away easily from you. Um, so they're, they're no, there's nothing special about them. They're usually one one-time use items. Like I have this gun. Oh, look, it's out now, out of ammo or whatever. I throw it away, or I don't want it back, traced back to me, so I toss it. Now, a signature asset could be saying, I have a D6 Predator, uh, you know, neurally linked gun that I use all the time. This is my special gun. And it's something that you keep with you. It's uh, your signature item. Okay. Um, when you spend a point on it that way, uh, you still have to be able to afford it. So, but with a D12, you guys can afford just about everything now at least one thing. And now with an experience point, you can claim it as a distinctive item or a signature item that stays with you. So uh, your deck um, for Mr. Wildstar can be upgraded. You have a D8 deck now. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. You could upgrade it to a D12 deck, spend an experience point, and call it a signature asset. If you don't, you could have a D12 deck, which I will probably have shot through and blown up on our next... <laughs> You know, so it's not something that's going to stick around. Uh, it's just something you have for usually a one-time use. Okay, if you spend the point on it, though, it becomes a signature asset and it can hang around. Can it still be damaged and shot through, but it's just replaced? But it's just fixed. Next yeah. scene or whenever it is. Whenever you have a moment to fix it or spend some time right. to get okay. it operable again. Cyberware, of course, you want to buy as assets <clears throat> because you don't want me to take your legs off of you every mission. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm legless again. Mm -hmm. So shall I go for the Minotaur or Minotaur? Okay. So I don't have to spend okay, so my D12 resources to upgrade it? Say that again? So I'd have to spend all my D12 resources to upgrade it to that? Oh, or is well, it just completely replacing the deck? No, no, it's... it's um, yeah, yeah, because just... <clears throat> you don't get a price break because you've already got something at a lower number. You have to completely replace it. So, you're you're throwing away your D8 deck. You're buying a D12 deck, and if you want to call that your signature asset and play, put a point on it, then you can. Um, it does not deplete your resources, though. So, if you wanted to also buy a D12 Wildstar tricked out touring van, you can. And if you wanted to spend another point on it, it also becomes a signature asset. Okay, so I don't have to okay, spend my so resources can, for signature stuff. Well, you are spending it, but since D12 is, a, is the highest the die type goes to, you could have, once again, you don't deplete your resources by buying anything that's equivalent to it. So for this month alone, you can buy just about anything you want, and as much of it as you want, but it only becomes a signature asset if you spend one of your experience on it. Okay. Ah, okay. And we'll see what will happen next month. Let's say Wildstar okay. goes all out. He buys a D12 condo and a D12 plane and a D12 fancy car. That's great. For a month, you live it up. Next month, you can't afford the payments on them. And you lose them all. <laughs> so or you can't afford question. the insurance on them. Or you can't afford to gas it anymore because your lifestyles or your resources has dropped back to a D6. So you lose it all. You live it up for a month, and then you lose it all. <laughs> okay. I have a question for you, then. Yeah. Um, all right. One of my, one of my assets is a, a fake uh, SIN and identity. Now, if I had that as a D6 now, I could use the temporary resources of D12 to, and then spend a point to make that a D12? Yeah, sure can. Fake sin and identity? 
if you want it to okay. be a signature asset that you keep around with you for a long time, sure. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can okay. purchase a D12 fake sin, uh, sin that will last for basically one scene, and you don't have to spend the experience for it. But if you want it to be permanent, you can. And you said if I wanted to add a new specialty, that's a um, two points. points? Yeah. Okay. You add it to one of what your would roles. forgery come under? Thief, Grifter. probably. You could do it under Grifter or oh. Thief. Yeah. It's up to right. you. Okay. You get to decide where it goes. Okay. You just have to make a case for why it would fit under one role. Okay. All right. Hmm. Oh, I have to make the drones a signature asset now, too. Damn it. <laughs> Some of the stuff we bought at character creation was signature assets. Again. Mm-hmm. Might be wrong. Yeah. 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 Some I'm pretty certain that my cyber did. arm was, yeah. for instance. I might be mistaken. Unfortunately, you don't get a discount uh, when you because you're literally getting rid of it and getting a new one. So you're, it's, you don't get a discount for it, unfortunately. <laughs> I will have to go over the stuff just to double check that I have extended. I'm just trying to work out what spell I want. You want to get the healing suite? <laughs> I'm tempted. Well, that's the other thing I do is I get healing, but I think we might need. Um, we've got a healer though. And remember, with D12 resources, uh, you can buy one-time fetishes that will allow you access to a spell for a one-shot sort of thing, and that's something you could just buy and have for a mission. Ooh, something else you might want to think about is uh, purchasing a signature place where you cast magic. So you've got uh, a permanent circle set up or you've got a library of arcane tomes and that sort of thing, which will help if you ever do any uh, uh, ritual magic. I can't because I need to spend four points to get a new talent, and that leaves me with no karma <laughs> left to make anything signature. Could, so I'm not bothering with any of this D12 could, stuff. Could you buy yeah. a D4 place of power with your D12 so that you wouldn't lose it when you went back down again? Well, uh, D6. Yeah, you certainly could. Oh, uh, because it is, is as likely to hurt you as help you, but it does make it yeah. distinct and interesting. So you could buy things that are less than D12. I, well, no, sure. then I, could get a, I could get a D6 place right now then and just yeah. maintain that as normal. Exactly. You certainly could. And you don't even have yeah. to buy it as a signature asset because it's something you can ref- you can afford on an ongoing basis. Uh, When you purchase it as a a signature asset, though, there's something special about the place. Like, uh, the the in-game effect is that I can only temporarily uh, remove access to it from you. Like, it will come back as soon as you're able to do something about it. That's the big deal about a signature asset. So, I've got healing now. Uh, you could have like if you have a D4 lifestyle, you could have a D4 crappy bike. You could have a D4 motorcycle. A D4 finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I wouldn't want to cast it though. Yeah, <laughs> whether it helps you or not is another matter, but you could certainly have it. So technically, if I really wanted to, I could have a D12 signature asset apartment, and that doesn't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it gets blown up, what'll, what'll happen is the contractors will build another one, and you would still have, you know, you'd have a room there or something. Uh, so it would be your personal lair. Now you could simply have a, if you have a D6, D6 resources, you can just have an apartment that's D6, and you know you can afford it monthly, so you 
can have yeah. it as long as you can afford it. <laughs> and remember, as long as you keep going on the runs and you keep getting a truck ton of money, you can afford can continue to afford this stuff. That's why you run. So if I were to say, so if I were to put a D8 apartment as a signature asset and spend the point on it, then I I would always be able to afford it. Yes, yes, you own it at that point. It's something that you own as a person. Okay. Right? Doesn't mean you can afford to keep it okay. supplied with electricity and water if your lifestyle or resources drop, but the apartment itself is yours. Squatting in your own home. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so the place idea doesn't really work then. I'll upgrade to a D8 and live the fancy life. Oh, my water's off. And uh, in the net, the end result of all of this is if uh, you will all have a D6 lifestyle for the next year of the residual income from all of this. So you don't worry, have to worry about keeping employed to keep a D6 lifestyle <laughs> for at least a year. <laughs> ah, well, I want to better afford a D12 lifestyle for a year. Need the money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Well, I mean, there's... Four other people that you know who have a D12 resources at the moment. Yep. You might want to go on off. <laughs> <laughs> Pull your resources and everybody can live a D12 lifestyle for five year, or five months. <laughs> Actually, I have a question then. Mm-hmm. So hypothetically with the Wildstar bus idea, if I got a D12 bus... Yep. Made a signature item. Wouldn't that just mean that, yeah, back to my lifestyle, I never can gas this thing. <laughs> you just park it on the street and live in it. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, a D-twin, D12 bus doesn't mean, mean that it needs D12 worth of gas every time you want to drive it. <laughs> you know, uh, But it does mean that it's, it's going to be costly for you to drive it. And you may run out of gas frequently if you end up having a D6 resources and you're driving around the D12 car. And you need tires, and oh look, you just blew a gasket, and but you will always have that car in various <laughs> stages of disrepair. But hang around your neck, buck and old stone. Although I can definitely see it possible that Mister Wildstar just lives out of his touring van. <laughs> mm. And if you're buying things uh, with dice, uh, the general rule is for every die. Uh, D6, D8, D10, D12. So there's four steps in there. Each die gives you uh, a thing that it can do. So if you have a D12 bus, you can say, uh, well, it's got some armor. Uh, it's one thing it can do. Uh, it's got a full electronic suite. That's another thing it can do. And these are just descriptions you tag onto it. Like guns, like a D8 gun um, could be, well, it has two things it can do. The D4s don't count, so it's D6 is the first thing it can do. D8 is the next thing it can do. So, like with the D8 gun, you can say it's smart linked uh, as one thing, um, and you can have it be, you know, uh, fingerprint or TNA ID, so only you can pull its trigger. <laughs> smart oh, linked guns are useful because with smart linked guns or smart linked weapons, you can fire into a melee, and you will not hit friends. You will not. Uh, because the tracking system will make sure your bullets only go to the things you're not meaning to hit. Okay. So if you, oh, I... so if you do hit your allies, we know you meant it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. I accidentally miscalibrated my gun for Mr. Patterson. 
fifth time today. With the Smart Link, anything though, you either have to have uh, a data jack, or you can have uh, a dermal jack, um, which is you know if you don't want to have implants, you can use dermal. It just sticks on, you know, it reads your impulses off your skin, which is slower, but it still works. And for weapons, it doesn't really matter. For things like uh, decks, uh, you. It really hurts you in cyberspace if you're just using a dermal jack with a, with a, a deck, since it can't get that direct interface into your brain. It's much slower. But for that's guns, the sort of thing that mages use that sort of thing because mages don't get anywhere near cyber. Exactly. Yeah. So a mage would have a pair of uh, glasses, which will give you your targeting reticles, and you will have a dermal jack for the gun itself, uh, and so that doesn't hurt your essence. But you know, it's also yeah. very obvious because you've got to wear the glasses. You know. <laughs> Okay. Oh, there's one more question that I might as well bring up in this case. This is probably a more simple example. Mm-hmm. So if I got a D12 gun, do I have to buy D12 bullets? Uh, not necessarily, but a D12 gun, uh, keep in mind the, the codes there. Anything over a D8 gun is considered military ordinance, and you're not going to go through anything with that that checks for you know, weaponry. That is highly, highly illegal hardware. Oh, okay. I'm not saying you can't have it. But that's, <laughs> yeah. In, in a D12, any kind of weapon is something on the lines of a bomb or a rocket or a tank, okay? <laughs> I want to buy the Wild Star tank. Well, couldn't you buy a D8 gun and then trick it out with enough stuff to move it up to a D12? You can, you, you can call it a D12 gun, but then you have to, in parenthesis or somewhere, say how much of uh, a gun it actually is. Is it a D6 firepower, a D8 firepower, a D12, you know, right. whatever. Okay. And so that gives you extra slots to have more stuff in it, and it costs you D12 resources, or you would have to have D12 resources to buy it. Yes, you can do that. Uh, you just have to make sure you you express what the gun is, like what what type of firepower this thing actually is. Okay. Like uh, a nice use for that would be something that is smart linked, uh, ID printed, concealable. That would be a nice one for an extra slot. Or non-metallic, something that won't show up on a scanner would be nice. And so the, in this case, the D12 doesn't represent the stopping power of the gun. It just represents its value because of all the extra stuff that's put into it. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, Bert, this was a one-shot, so should we keep these characters around for <laughs> Yeah, one-shot. I would keep them around, um, uh, unless you guys just you really know. hated the genre and the system, because I, this is, a, I really love Shadowrun, but I really hate trying to run the system, because it has just so much stuff <sighs> to it. Yeah. Dice and, oh, yeah. dear God. Really That's why being a magic user in the main system is just a nightmare. Yes. yes. Um, so this is something that I, I would definitely fall back on at a later time to run more games in, because I, mean, I really enjoy it. But if you guys didn't, then, you know, feel free to destroy the character. Well, I'll, 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 I'll hang on to the character and I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll shoot you anything, any of the upgrades or anything. Yeah, for it. Please do. Um, I have a whole stack of modules (laughs) from all editions of Shadowrun. Uh, Yeah. Love to run. Lots of of one shots. (laughs) Okay. Well, this was a Dream Chipper module. It was not a um, it was not a convention module, so this was supposed to be ran in about two to three settings. So we got by a four. So 
Four isn't that bad. I will say the yeah. short one last time as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else, guys? Yeah. Well, what was the overall uh, uh, impression? I mean, did you guys uh, did you guys like the setting? Uh, was the was the system uh, enough? Did it give you enough to work with? Um, you really didn't get in a lot of gunfights, which is good because this crew really isn't going to do well. I don't know what you're talking about. That's yeah, why we didn't get the gunfights. Now, the one you have, you saw how lethal it could be. Everybody's like, sounding very celebrity. Yeah. All right. You can hit pause and restart it uh, in a, in a couple of uh, in a couple of seconds. It sometimes helps, Sharon. Uh, but yeah. No, feelings? I mean it's just okay. All right. Uh, well, we're about to wrap up. I just wanted to know what people thought about it. I mean, does it seem like there's enough system there that it was that you can get a little fiddly with it if you want? Uh, combat can be very very lethal, uh, as we saw still, which is also holding with the shadow run thing. I held back a lot. I certainly could have used a lot of the complication dice to make things mm. worse. Uh, but I was also trying to get this done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, I certainly uh, enjoyed it. No, it's, it's... Yeah, it's good. I had a blast. And that system does have enough depth yeah. you could easily, especially with the way Jerry rigged it, where you could have four different things going on. Certainly needs to look over. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I've changed too. rules yeah. every time we played it, <laughs> just to, yeah. just to tweak things a little bit. Because I want it. I don't want too many dice rolls, but I do want there to be enough there that it feels like you're a mage and it feels like you're a decker, and that there is some correspondence with the uh, the Shadowrun rules. Like you never got much in the way of drain uh, because you rolled pretty well during your spell casting, but drain is a big thing like in Shadowrun. Yeah, you can kill yourself casting spells in Shadowrun, and you can yeah. this. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we'll wrap yep. it up and in. That is uh, Dream Shipper. One shot, done in four sessions. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone uh, lived, except for perhaps uh, Mr. Oh, what was Justin's character again? Dinkleburg. Dinkleburg, who ran on you. <laughs> Perhaps he just slept, slept through everything. <laughs> He's narcoleptic, that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, okay. Thanks for the game. And, and uh, was... at some point, I'm sure I will run another game of it. Uh, Chris, did you did you enjoy yourself? You yes, know, I did. Not I, in too many of ours, but enjoy having you when you can. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's a different system than I've used to play, so, I mean, it's it's fun. I enjoyed it. I'll play anything. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, Bert. Okay. Uh, sorry. Before Bye. we all bugger off. So tomorrow is uh, Family Club, which is obviously... And the week after that, are we dead landing that week, or are we doing two weeks from now? That is a good question. Uh, I will have to put it up on the boards and see um, whether we want to go back to Deadlands that Saturday or not. Um, right. Yep, certainly could. Okay. By the way, right. Logos, is that going to be next Sunday? Yes. Yes. Oh. It's not. Stop calling it Logos, because, I mean, that just confuses That's me Nick. with Nick. <laughs> and I'm just going, Logos. Lords Nick? of Gossamer and Shadow. The... Yeah, I still intend That's to try and run it. Logos. I want to at least give it a shot to see if people just absolutely hate it or if it's worth something to, to keep going. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking the alternating slot to uh, Sharon's game on Sundays. Yeah, definitely post that up, because I'll oh, see yeah. if I can get into that one again. All right, guys. Have a good one.
Music in this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod. More of his excellent music can be found at incompetech.com. We have several ways that you can comment on our show. You can send email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com. You can join our public forums at bluemagic.com slash forums. That's bluemagic, B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K dot com. Leave us feedback on iTunes or visit obsidianportal.com and do a search for our title and find our campaign blog and more information about the show. Mm-hmm.